No, I'm death. Plain and simple. Say it! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kill the Cast Podcast. My name is Jerry, and with me, as always, the ever-quotable Jay. What is below stays below. That is the law. Oh, I did not expect that quote. I, I was placing money you were going to do the the gods and astronaut quote. So bravo! Ah, yeah, nope, that's not the one I wanted. Joining us from uh, the Silent Hill, uh, mist-filled, smoke-filled, town-filled of demons. You can only get there on a motorcycle. Kenneth. Hi. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad you asked. Are you asking no the asked audience me. or are you asking us? He's asking me, you fucker. Oh, okh Because he cares. Well, I'm terrible. Actually, I'm asking everyone. You guys included. Oh, well, now now I don't feel special. <laughs> Way to fucking go. Anyway, Jay, what have you been up to this week? Holy shit. Uh, my car killed itself, and then the car I was going to borrow killed itself as well so i'm having a really stressful week when it comes to cars but hopefully monday that'll all be put behind me uh other than that i saw a couple movies tuesday uh only one of them horror related i saw happy death day which is uh the groundhog day of horror they've done it with comedy they've done it with action on edge of tomorrow and now they did it with horror and it's not bad it's uh it falls into a category i like to call intro horror they're like the horror movies you show to people who aren't really into horror to try to get them into horror. So it's not too gory, it's not over the top, and it just it works well for what it is. Uh, I'd recommend seeing it, but there are some people who don't agree. That would be. Was well, that tomorrow good? Yes. Oh God, yes. Are you uh, sure? Wasn't Tom Cruise in that? Tom Cruise is an amazing actor. First of all, <laughs> come on. Second now. of all, it's fucking. It's so great. Oh man, I'd highly recommend it to tomorrow. Yeah, I got to check it out. I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I just never got around to watching it. You know, speaking of uh, intro to horror, that would be a fun episode, doing, like, we all bring, like, five movies to the table to introduce someone to horror. Yeah, I like, like, I like put it in the same categories, like, uh, the first Scream movie, or I Know What You Did Last Summer, where they're not, you know, they're they're horror, but they're not too horror Cannibal Holocaust. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, Cannibal Holocaust. don't start with Cannibal Holocaust. If you're introducing someone to metal, you don't fucking start with death metal. You start with, like, Iron Maiden, and you work your way up to death metal. If you're introducing, someone to, you're introducing someone to horror, then you don't uh, you don't start with fucking Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, you want to watch By a horror way. movie to understand the genre? Here's High Tension. <laughs> That's a great movie, but again, you don't start with it. By the way, I come across these two guys on YouTube that are that review uh music and they're like into hip-hop and stuff like that and they they're they're just like you know they utilize the fact that they're black and have never listened to metal before so but they're very objective at their reviewing so they let people you know uh uh, uh recommend stuff to them and they and they did master of puppets they did uh hallowed be that name by uh, Iron Maiden, they did uh, some Pantera tracks and stuff like that. Y'all should watch them; they are hilarious. I will when they uh, get to better fucking music. Oh Jesus Christ! Jerry. Oh dude, they don't they don't just they don't just do metal. They do all kinds of shit. They they do hip hop. They do they do all kinds of stuff. It's just the metal ones are funny. Fair enough. Because they, because they sit there and they say in the videos they're just like, "Yep, yeah, we know that we're not 
you know, we're used to doing hip hop and R and B. We know that we're not, uh, in, you know, used to doing metal, and we don't really know a whole lot about metal. So we're gonna get into this anyway and do it completely objective. And it's cool, man. I mean, it's funny when you when you watch it, and they're very objective. They 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 give credit where credit's due. Alrighty then. Well, what's what's the channel's name? Because this doesn't really help anyone unless they know the channel's name. <laughs> I think it's called Lost in Vegas. Oh Jesus. Hey, let's start a YouTube channel where we review just all kinds of music. Just whatever, man. Alright, what should we call it? Lost in Vegas. People will definitely know what we're doing when they read this name. <laughs> well, they're getting popular. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I just think popular. that's a fucking weird fucking choice of name. Like, I'm, this had to be one of them like, personal YouTube channel. And they were like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to call my channel. What was my old AIM screen name? We'll just use that. <laughs> Oh, fucking AIM. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like, had so many AIM screen names, it was ridiculous. Uh, I just think it's fucking hilarious. So, uh, okay, Kenneth, what have you been up to this week? Uh, watching those two guys on YouTube. And I just looked, it is Lost in Vegas, and uh, the, the most recent one they did was Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, now no one's going to listen to it. That's so. right. But other than that, uh, just working, really, I mean, that's and playing Doom, still playing Doom, that's about it. Fair enough. I um, edited and rendered and uploaded all of our old podcasts. Yeah, Jerry's actually been doing work, and we've um, been fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, Jay's been uh, fucking going to funerals for cars, Kenneth's yeah. been going to funerals for demons, and I've been sitting at a computer editing fucking uploading and all this shit um but they are all up there um for whoever heard our previous episode the only thing they're going to be super confused on if they listen to it on youtube is it does not have the ending song so they're just gonna gonna hear kenneth go like start yelling squad and be like what the fuck Oh, you didn't put it in there? I, I, dude, I can't. Though we'll get not for YouTube. Like we'll get a if, if we got like a legit strike against our channel, you can only get three before your channel's fucking gone. Yeah, and you don't even get a chance to save your content. They're like, fuck you. Yeah, so no, I can't put the ending songs in there at all. Not on YouTube. Oh, that's lame. But okay, yeah, I'll so go it. to Horophilia. Yeah, there you go. Listen or download the fucking show on fucking iTunes. And yep. Stitcher. Everywhere but YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everywhere but YouTube. Yeah, so check us out on Horror Feeling Network. So, yeah, that's mostly... Met, you met what? Oh, by the way, I met this dude that sings for the Atlanta Opera that I gave one of our cards to. And he actually uh, liked our page and I added him to the group. I don't know if you noticed it recently. but nice. yeah, Yeah, he sings for the Atlanta Opera. He's cool as shit. Dope. Shout out to him on that Atlanta yeah, Opera shout tip. Shout out, Opera guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we just call him? Can he forever be known? I hope he writes into We're us call one him day. Phantom of the Opera. That's his new name. I'm, I can't remember. His first name's William. I can't remember his last nope. name. His he, first name is Phantom. His <laughs> last name is of the Opera. I'm going with <laughs> the Atlanta Phantom. So uh, that's okay. That's that's what that. it is now. The Atlanta Phantom. Um, yep. Well, anyway, uh, before we get into the last movie in our underground trilogy, Jay and I want to go over what we've been watching for Halloween. For uh, 31 days of October. Uh, Jay, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I do want to say, how about that fucking Stranger Things box set, man? The yep. VHS case. I got that, bitch. 
Oh, uh, me too. And it's fucking gorgeous. It is. That it's is fantastic. No, I got one complaint. Why do you have no special features on this fucking thing? You go through really? all that shit. I didn't look at that. I just, I, okay, so listen, this is going to make me sound really stupid. Yeah, I I'm... literally bought it because of the packaging. No, I bought it because of the packaging too. I love Stranger I, Things. Don't get no, me wrong. I, I wouldn't have, a... have bought it because it's a Netflix show and I can watch it anytime, but I bought it because the packaging is so cool. <laughs> that, fair enough. But yeah, but like, yeah, it has no special features and it kind of, I bought it. Because of the packaging, and didn't find out till afterwards that it had no special features, and I was like, "Well, fuck, that sucks." Yeah, that's that sucks because there's I there, I'd like to learn about how they, you know. Yeah, but whatever, they got me. I paid for it. Yeah. So. Oh well, moving yeah. on. Anyway, um, so I don't know, huh? What movies I went over with last time? I don't think we went over any. I thought we did for Marabito. We ran through the few that we had watched. Uh, if we did Marabito, uh, I did up to seven. All right. Well, I'm just going to run through them all again with no reviews. Uh, so as I've said a couple times, I'm doing series of movies. So movies with at least one sequel, if not two or three. Um, I feel like a series so has to be at least three. No, it doesn't. Not yeah. for my rules. A series is a, of just two movies? Well, then whatever. I said movies with How a How many sequel, times did you have sex? A series? I don't, just don't know what word to give a, a, a movie and its sequel. Whatever you call that. A sequel? Okay. <laughs> Either way, so days one through three were the Hatchet Trilogy, uh, four out of five. Uh, four and five were I Know What You Did Last Summer, and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, three out of five. Uh, six, seven, eight were Feast Two and Three. Feast One, Two, and Three. Uh, and those overall got a two out of five, even though the first movie itself was fantastic. Uh, 9 and 10 were Urban Legend and Urban Legends, 3 out of 5. Uh, 11, 12, 13 were Sleepaway Camp, 1, 2, and 3, 3 out of 5. Uh, 14 and 15 were See No Evil, 1 and 2, 3 out of 5. Uh, 16 and 17 were Laid to Rest and Chrome Skull, Laid to Rest 2. Stupid fucking wording. Uh, and then 18 and 19 were 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later. That was a 4 out of 5. Um, and then tonight, after we're done recording, I'll watch the first Joyride, and those will be my next three. Uh, and then since we're not going to do another show this October, uh, the rest of the movies are the two Alien vs. Predator movies, the three Slumber Party Massacre movies, and then to finish off the month, I'm going to do the four Attack of the Killer Tomato movies. Ballin'. I love the Attack of the Killer Tomato movies. They're so fucking They stupid. are fun. Uh, bonus movies I've watched. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. That was a five out of five. Uh, Marabito and Critters, because we did a show and the KFC on them. Uh, we already talked about that. Uh, Cult of Chucky, because it hit Netflix, 3.5 out of 5. Uh, the Babysitter also hit Netflix, 4 out of 5. And then, like I said at the beginning of the show, Happy Death Day, 3 out of 5. Dope. The Babysitter, yeah, you gave it a 4 out of 5 for The Babysitter? Yes. Yep. Uh, I've been hearing really good things about it. I can't. I really uh, want to check it out. It's exactly what I love in horror and horror comedy. I fucking loved every second of it. It's a fun ride. What Fair was that Christmas movie that you shared to us? The what? The Christmas horror movie that's coming out that you shared to us? The Babysitter? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Or it's, there's uh, another one that's... It's like Home Alone, but with Get out, horror. gotta so get out. Uh, you better watch out. Like yeah. You better watch out. Something like that. I don't I know what it's called. No. Let me see. Some Some random Christmas thing. While he does that, I will go through mine. I did John Carpenter's The Fog, super good, still holds up very well. Scream Factory, Blu-ray looks 
magnificent. Deep Blue Sea still fucking holds up. Love that movie. Dog Soldiers, my Blu-ray looks like shit. I do not have the Scream Factory, but I've heard Scream Factory doesn't look that great either. Animeville 2, The Possession, also known as The Incest. Bait 3D. What? What? The incest? Yeah, there's incest in that movie. There's Oh, I need to watch that. Brother thing. fucking sister. And it's the the sister's the hot chick from fucking Terrorvision. Oh um, Bait 3D was fantastic. Everything I want in a shark movie. Uh six was Executive Koala, see previous podcast. Seven was Marabito, see previous podcast. <laughs> Eight was Critters, see previous KFC. Uh, number nine was Critters 3 because I wanted to know what happened before uh, Gilbert's little brother started eating grapes. Um, <laughs> ten was Ernest Scared Stupid because oh, fuck you. Eleven was Gerald's Game, fucking be way better than expected. Um, Twelve is People Under the Stairs, a Wes Craven movie that is better than... Um, any Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I uh, murder you. Friday the 13th uh, was is my number 13th movie. And it's Friday the 13th. I follow that up with 14 being 13th part 2. And 15th being 13 part 3. Which uh, I still don't think part 3 is that great. Um, 16 was the original Halloween 2. I also don't think is that great. It's okay. 17 was... Dawn of the Dead, but it was the it was the European cut called Zombie Dawn of the Dead, uh, done by Dario Argento. So, what is the difference? Is the just bullet point? Really uh, quick, I've never actually, I didn't even know that existed. I honestly don't know well enough, but it. It, it, I honestly, I really don't know well enough. Okay, because I'm not that big of a Dawn of the Dead fan. I'm not a big zombie fan in general, um, and I think it's just an okay movie. Fair enough. Um, Let's see, number 18 was a movie I did. It was a screener called Cute Little Buggers, which you will have to wait and listen to the Halloween special of the Bloody Bits podcast to hear my review on that. Number 19 was Nightbreed Director's Cut, which we'll do here in a moment. 20 was Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, because I love Godzilla. And 21 was Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, because I love 90s Godzilla. Except for 98, Jay. Sit the fuck down. I know what you were about to say. I'm not going to hear it. We repping Space Godzilla around here. And that's all I like Final Wars. Don't judge me. No, Final Wars is what I show people to get them into Godzilla, because it's like... It's fucking Power Rangers meets Godzilla. Yeah, pretty much. It's a kung fu movie. It's a lot easier for people to get in, but like most... Actually, you know what's funny is that movie is not very liked in the Godzilla community. Really? That is kind of Yep, a lot of us don't don't care for it. It is not one of my favorites. You know Um, why it's one of my favorites? Because it's basically a remake of Destroy All Monsters. um, If you ever disrespect Destroy All Monsters like that ever again... I said it was a remake. I will How is that fucking to- murder you. That's what it is. In your fucking sleep. He fights the same spider. I will fill your lung with spiders. Just one lung. Not both. But Just one. You've got you've got to you appreciate fuck. that he kills the fucking American Godzilla. To, to some 41, which is also probably one of the most <laughs> disrespectful things ever. If you get so your ass still waiting. <laughs> if you get your ass beat to some 41, like not even just a chorus, a some 41 chorus. Just fucking, just end your life. Just be done. Don't show, or don't, you know what, don't end your life, that's kind of rude, but be a hermit. 
Don't ever <laughs> like stay at Stop home enjoying movies <laughs> and jack off to David Blaine specials. And that's literally all you're allowed to do for the rest of your life. You don't even get to watch like Penn and Teller. You only get David Blaine. Oh, I love Penn and Teller though. I love Penn and Teller also. Of course I would never Penn and Teller, but still nonetheless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those were our movies. Kenneth, have you watched any horror movies you haven't talked about? <laughs> he's been or, watching. Have, Captain he's like, America yeah, I've been shit. watching doom. <laughs> And Doom. Actually, no, I haven't been watching Captain America because somebody has been letting, you know, car shit and whatever get in way of the priorities of downloading these movies. Jay, your life is not important. Get him it Captain America. Uh, the first Captain America is on Hulu, I think, so go ahead and give that a watch. I looked. I didn't see it there, but I uh, guess I'll go back. Maybe but, I'm uh, wrong. No, Something's I on the, Hulu. Uh, I, I started listening to the Dead Zone audiobook. And so it made me want to watch the movie with Christopher Walken. And you know what? Aside from the fact that Christopher Walken's in it, it's really not that great of a movie. Uh, the TV show that was on USA for like five years, six years, however many seasons it ran, was one of yeah. my favorite things ever. That was a cool show. I enjoyed the show. Actually, the the, the bad part about it is, it, well, actually, this is a, may not be that surprising. The show was closer to the like the pilot and whatever was closer to the book than the movie was. That makes sense. I was closer to you. So, I mean, like I said, I had Christopher Walken in it. And when that movie came out, it was before he had his signature mannerisms. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, it was okay. There was just a lot of shit that was left out. Like, you don't find out until the last, like, ten minutes of the movie why the fuck it's called The Dead Zone. And that's, like, a key part of his. (laughs) That's in the first, like, 20 minutes of the show. That's what I'm saying, and I mean, I mean, it's like it's like, it's 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 in the first fucking few chapters of the book, and then because yeah, the yeah. doctor the doctor tells Johnny about it, right? You know, well, Johnny kind of figures it out. Did because he's did like, someone tell Johnny to be angry, for Johnny to be mad? I don't get it. It's a okay. That's a Nightbreed reference. No. Oh. Anyway, continue with. I have uh, not watched this movie. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's like in the last. It's like in the last ten to twenty yeah, minutes. I watched he, Humanoids of the Deep instead. <laughs> Fuck you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that still cracks me up. Oh my god, uh, we finally do an episode on something you want to do, and you watch the wrong fucking movie. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Oh, it was still a good episode, though. Oh, it was, uh, but still. I uh, can remember that Black Christmas episode that you didn't, you weren't here for. Oh yeah, yeah. This motherfucker, even though I said, "Hey, let's do the movie you really want to do," he still watched the wrong. He watched Humanoids of the Deep instead. Because <laughs> I, I just remember that's what the movie that stuck out in my head. Because it's a better movie. Uh, that must have been yeah. a great podcast. Oh, it was fucking. Well, I've seen... I've seen the Black Christmas remake enough times that it was fine, but it just fucking. I was like, no, 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 wait, what? It was uh, it was our <laughs> our sexiest podcast. That's true because we had a female. I'll be honest with you. I think I've only listened, I think I've only watched the Black Christmas remake a couple of times. Well, you can listen to all our thoughts on it and uh, on that episode. No, I'm good. If I'm not on the podcast, I don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> He's only ever listened to one Skeleton Crew episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. We should let's review a movie, guys. Okay. I talked to Alex for like an hour the other day, by the way. 
you lucky mother. I thought I talked to. Can I say this? It'll be close enough to either coming out. I talked to him, Jamie, Dan, and Dave for fucking four hours the other day for the fucking last episode of Skeleton Crew. Jesus, that's a long ass podcast. Yeah, I had to get up at eight o'clock in the morning to record that. Dave doesn't even remember half the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, we are doing Nightbreed, which I think is from 1990, right? Is it 1990? Yes. 19 motherfucking 90, meaning it's the best 80s horror movie ever made because it learned from all the other mistakes that Freddie made. So let's get into this movie. It is part of the Clive Barker trifecta, which means it was written. And directed by Clive Barker, which mm. also includes Hellraiser and Lords of Illusion. Lord of Illusion, I watched that for the first time last year, I think. Uh, it's days Lords of, of Illusion. There fantastic. are multiple. There are multiple lords here. Okay. Whatever. Let's let's show some respect to the plural no. form of words. I don't believe in plurals. So that's why you're single. you walked into that one anyway we are doing Nightbreed because it is one of Kenneth's favorite movies and it fits into my underground uh, trilogy I want to do which was really an excuse for me to do Digging Up the Marrow and Marabito but of course I have to to give the guys what they want and these two fucking love Nightbreed so much so that we did a live Facebook uh, video one time where I gave Kenneth the Big special collector's edition of Nightbreed, and he he came on video live in front of everyone, and uh, we were arrested. We weren't arrested. So <laughs> between with, Nightbreed and you and Reese sitting next to me, man, I mean, how could I not? That's very true. Um, now, Kenneth, we're gonna give it to you because I think you love Nightbreed more than anyone I've ever met. That's true. So Kenneth, even Clive Barker is like, well, Kenneth loves it the most. Yeah, even Clive Barker just said, I actually wrote it for Kenneth. I didn't know him <laughs> at the time, but I, I knew one day he would need this movie. So, Dude. Kenneth, <laughs> tell us about Nightbreed, your history with Nightbreed. What do you love about this movie? What's going on inside that head of yours? It's all right. So first, it's another one of those that, you know, I've got a lot of these. It's another one of those that my dad introduced to me. Um, The thing I really, really like about this movie is that it's not one of those movies where it's like, you know, it's not the good, the, 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 the typical good versus evil dynamic. That's fucking true. Right. It's, it's not your typical thing. It's, it's one of those movies where it's like, you know, You've got it's one of those that shows the good and the evil on both sides of the spectrum, you know, because we as we as human beings and in this case, humans and monsters, we all have good and evil both inside of us. And I think that's that's a great thing that's portrayed in this movie is that on the monster side and on the human side, you know, because like at first, especially if you take the sheriff, you know what I'm saying? At first, you know, aside from sounding like an asshole. He seemed like he was going to be the one that would be like, hey, leave him alone and whatever. And then when he finds out that they're really there, he's the one that's trying to hunt him down and kill him. You know? And then on top of that, it's got that whole thing about, you know, things that are different, you know? And, and that dynamic where, you know, leave 
leave things that are different alone and, 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 you know, if they're not hurting anybody, leave them alone. And, you know, what's the point in being mean to them and whatnot. And with me growing up the way I did being different, you know, in a small town and being probably the most unique person in a small town, it kind of, it, it, it kind of hit me from a different, different perspective the first time that I saw it. Cause I was like, wow, you know, this would be fucking awesome if I could find a place where I could fit in like that, you know, like Boone does, where he's like, you know, he Did always you try did. and dig up the cemetery. No, I didn't try to dig up the marrow, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it, like I said, it's one of the things where you know, looking at Boone, Boone always seems like he's trying to. He knows that there's there's a place where he fits in. He's just trying to find it. You know, and it's kind of in the in his psyche, and he's you know he's got to find where the monsters live, and that's kind of that's kind of the way that I always felt growing up is that I needed to find where I belonged. You know, and, I got to jump in real quick uh, on the boon needing to find where he fits in. I, I my biggest confusion in this movie is with Boone before he actually makes it there. I feel like there's t- this whole backstory I'm missing where I just cannot connect with Boone at all in this movie because I don't know why he wants to go to Midian besides he has dreams and for some reason he thinks he'll be forgiven there but he didn't know he needed to be forgiven until he was told till he was told that he had killed people but before then but and then after that he was like I need to go to Midian because they forgive people I'm like where did you fucking learn this knowledge? You said you stopped having dreams. Like, I I do not think they did a good job of explaining why Boone needed to get to, as Jay likes to call it, Midland. Um, <laughs> oh, that's not fair. That was before we started recording. Oh, but I'm still giving you shit for it. Um, I just... I. I my big I, I I do like this movie, but my biggest problem with this movie is Boone throughout this entire fucking movie. Well, it's like, fucking Boone's fault that the whole society collapsed in the first it place. It fucking is. I have I have a whole thing where is this fucking thing I wrote? Um Oh yeah, like one, he's a dick to his girlfriend who who does nothing but just wants to love him. And look, I get it, Boone. She has a big forehead, and when she sings, she's really fucking ugly. But most of the times, she's really pretty, except when she sings, and that ass is banging. Okay, and and she comes back to you and goes through all this shit for you, goes through hell to get back to you, and you're like, Nah, I'm good. Go somewhere else. And then she's like, well, fucking, I'm about to Romeo the shit out of this and just stabs herself. And now you're like, oh, shit, I care. After you literally told her you could not make her into one, then you bite her and make her into one. Did you know that before or were you at this point just panicking because you were trying to act like a tough guy and she called you on your bluff? Like, Boone fucking sucks. Boone is a piece of shit, like... <laughs> yeah, he really is, though. Like, because he even throws in a Darth Vader-like no scream when she's like, oh, she's dead. I'm like, you were just about to, li- like, go away, mostly because you probably wanted to have a threesome with spiky nudie chick and fucking uh, Buster Rhymes. I meant fucking <laughs> red-faced fuck? tentacle dread dude. Yeah, um, tentacle head. Like, so... I, I just do not like Boone. I fucking hate Boone. Not in, not in the not in the 
way of like Heather from Nightmare on Elm Street. I oh, can, geez. Really? I can deal. Are you ever gonna? No. Just... Uh, but no. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the comparison here is because I did not like Heather. I could not connect it with Heather. But Boone never takes me out of the movie. I just think he's a weak fucking character, and he's like, this whole fucking thing is his fault. People are dying because of him because he's yeah. like, I need to go to fucking Midland and. He fucking gets there and fucking gets bitten in his ass. And then he can't even follow their rules. Like, that would yeah. be like me showing up to Kenneth's house to live with him. And as soon as he goes to beat off, I unplug the router. Okay? Oh, Just. That's the reason why I keep the router in my room. And then it fucking I... freeze frames on the guy's dong instead of the chick's tits. And you're like, well, I got to finish. Yeah, and then, you, and then you're kind of questioning because you came at that area, your sexuality and all that. But that's what Boone does. He shows up to their fucking house and then Rick James fucks their couch. Okay? Yeah. That's my I've only problem. That was my problem, too. Okay, that that's my problem with this movie is just fucking Boone. I love everyone else. Dr. De- Decker, fucking awesome. I love that his name is a throw to Decker and Philip K., whatever the fuck his name is, who wrote Philip the book. Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Dick. Oh, man. Uh, Philip K. Dick, who fucking wrote Do Androids, Androids Dream, Dream of, of Electric Sheep. Electric Sheep, yeah. I love that. I love Lylesburg. I love his fucking multiple eyes because, like, anytime he gets a cum shot, he's fucked. Like, <laughs> he is fu- – and you know they'd be, they be fucking down there. I would – You know who these people is. are, right? Yeah, who, Liesberg and Do- – yeah, I just have – I'm just going through the character list of fucking – everyone's good in this movie except for Boone. Except for the name Boone. I do like the name Boone. Ugh. <sighs> So yeah, yeah, read the book. Read the book. You get more backstory on him and stuff like so that. So is this the movie book. based on can't... a book, or did they novelize, yeah. novelize the movie? It, yeah, it's based on a book called Cabal. Mm. Did Clark Barker write that too? Yep. I wonder if Cabal from Mortal Kombat's based on. <laughs> this... Does Cabal well, no, and he wears... Hellraiser take place in the same universe? Because that'd be dope. I actually read that. Yes, that Hellraiser and Nightbreed do take place in the same universe. Actually, aside from like his fantasy stuff, and even some of his fantasy stuff kind of roll into it, most of his horror novels take place in the same universe. Well, because... then the fucking Nightbreed should summon the Cenobites and just go to fucking town. Yeah, but see, the thing about it, the 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 one crossover character that I know of for sure is Harry Diamore from Lord of Illusions. He's in more than one thing. He was in the Scarlet Gospels, the uh, the sequel to Hellbound Heart. He was in that. Yeah. Uh, and I actually he's really re- like him in that. He's a reoccurring character. I, I like that character in general. I would love to see more movies done with that character. Um, well, I mean, if if Clive Barker's health wasn't as bad as it is, if you get on his website, you can see all the stuff that he wants to do that he's trying to get done. But his health is so bad that nobody wants to fund him, which I can't blame him. And uh, But uh, he, he's, he wants to do, like, a second and third sequel to Nightbreed. He wants to do. He wants to do a Harry movie, a Harry Moore movie, all on his own. And Harry's the detective, right? Yeah, from Lords okay. of Illusion. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lord of Illusions. Is it? I thought it was Lords. I thought the, ah, F, the Lord. No, one Lord, Lord of Illusions. Multiple illusions. You have respect for plurals. <laughs> oh fuck! I just looked over <laughs> on my Blu-ray shelf, and y'all are right. 
Damn it, I hate being wrong. Especially when I'm wrong when I'm correcting Jay. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Don't Kenneth. Don't correct me unless I'm wrong. I like how Kenneth didn't correct me back then and waited till now. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't going to. I was going to let somebody comment and correct you. So that way you could look even more stupid. <laughs> Speaking of stupid, why does Boone dress like a fucking 1950s greaser? Like, uh, did he grow up reading? I swear to God, I was, I was driving home today, and I saw a kid getting off of the bus that looked like a fucking 50s greaser. Was, I mean, the, the boots with the buckle going over it, the fucking jeans rolled up, the white tee yeah. and the leather jacket, the whole nine. I was like, Hell yeah. he, he was A, man. He was cosplaying Pony Boy from fucking no, The Outsiders. his parents are probably rockabillies. It was cool. It was cool. That's fucking and I was like, dope. I thought about it, and I was like, man, well, it is Halloween. But then I was like, them boots and that leather jacket, and it was a nice fucking biker jacket. I was like, no, nah, that's too expensive for a fucking... He's probably got a pack of, like, candy cigarettes rolled up in his fucking sleeve and shit. For <laughs> real. That'd be cool. One of those but switchblade yeah. combs. Because <laughs> I know that leather jacket. I can see it from a distance. You know, I know that leather jacket that he had. It wasn't one of those, like... You know, $99 ones that you just go buy at a fucking truck stop. It looked like one of those $300 fucking leather jackets. Yeah. So, Boone's an idiot. Um, yeah. What? Okay, you know this scene where he finally he he finally gets Decker. He's, like, uh, it's when uh, fucking Lori first shows up to Midian. And he's holding on to him. And then, I I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, so correct me, Kenneth. Uh, Narcisse? Narcissus? Narcissus? <laughs> I think it's Narcissus. Narcissus is, is using his blade on his fucking... Which are the worst finger blades ever, by the way. Like, Chrome. Jesus. Why did you... Like, Freddy Krueger beats you on that one, buddy. Um, yeah! <laughs> and he's going to go cut Decker, and then boom, lets Decker go just so he can be like, no, he's mine. I'm like, you could have just said that. You didn't have to let him run away. Yeah, Boone's a fucking idiot. Like, and then at the end, he's giving that fucking speech as if he's like fixing somebody else's problem. He's like, "We must fight." I'm like, "They wouldn't have to fight if it wasn't for you, asshole." Yeah, now you've got to deal with berserkers. They're just running everywhere. And like, then he turns into God at the end, right? Like that's I, no. He he's supposed to turn into Baphomet because apparently Baphomet also used to be Cabal or is Cabal. Yeah, but that's like their god. Some shit, yeah. But here's the thing. Like, this is literally God sending Jesus down so God can forgive us more, but he can't just do it. He's got to have a show. So fucking someone's got to come up and fuck up a bunch of shit so that he can save them from themselves. Yeah. Save them from his own mistakes. The biggest thing I don't like about Boone is his Batman voice. I don't mind the Batman voice. I'm fine with the Batman voice. Um, I don't like Batman voice. Where's Midian? <laughs> right. Where is it? Oh, it's fucking great. Um, so okay, let's okay, let's get off Boone. We've we've been fucking Boone. Let's get on fucking Decker, man. That mask. Oh, God, that mask is fucking genius. I do have to question how he sees so well out of it, cause like. Those are button, those little buttonholes. You know what I'm saying? Look like he walked out of Coraline. Yeah, like those are really dark. I don't like. I know he wears his sunglasses at night and everything, but so he can. Yes, but how the fuck does he see anything with those? It doesn't matter, man. It's David Cronenberg. Who cares? I know. I just have to wonder. And what? But there's a lot of cool background stuff in this. I like. Uh, 
in desk in Decker's office, there's all these fucking monster mask and Kabuki mask and shit. And I thought that was that was pretty dope. And I gotta say, Decker is by far the best thing about this movie. Even with all the, all the fucking amazing monster design, Decker is the driving force of this movie. I constantly just want to know why Decker's doing, why he's doing, and they don't really give you a good reason. He's just like Decker's like, cause I can, I can, I can, and that's why I'm going to do it. And it's like, fuck, okay. Doesn't really make a lot of sense, but fuck it, man. You go right ahead. So yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, fucking Kenneth, how do you feel about Decker? There are moments when I really, really like Decker. I think I, th- I, th- I think Decker b- brings a a really nice element of creepiness to the movie. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of with you. I kind of want to know a little bit more about why he's doing what he's doing. I mean, just for the sheer joy of, you know, going and killing these people or whatever. I, I, so, I kind of want to know. There's a piece of me that makes me think that he wants to be a monster. But here's, at the same time, here's what I little... kind of got from the whole situation. Boone keeps talking about Midian. Decker wants to get there to kill monsters and so he feels like if he murders a whole bunch of people he'll become monster and therefore able to find Midian okay yeah no we get all that we want to know why because why not no that's not sociopath that's that's fucking poor writing I'm sorry that's poor writing I want to know why just like I like here's the thing I feel like you're too okay if you look at all your characters movies you get no background on fucking any of them. Like, why does Lori love Boone so much? Like, does is he just He's slinging that, that D? <laughs> I, I mean, I'd have to fucking assume so, because he's not doing anything like fucking crazy, amazing, or, or <laughs> anything. Like, you have no clue why Decker wants to just kill monsters. You honestly know more about like the creation of the underground median. Uh, than you do anyone else. Like, what the fuck? How did Ashbury lose his faith? Like, why is he a drunk in a in a fucking police station? What happened to him? I like him. I want to know more about him. Did he did he get kicked out for not fucking little boys or something? Like, what? I don't I know. Don't He's that's what the monsters are about, dude. No, he got kicked out of the the Catholic Church. And that's why, because he went fuck boys. Sorry, I confused my characters. Like, like, the only people that you don't give a shit about in this movie for, like, background information are, like, the law enforcement and, like, the FBI. Like, you don't give a shit about why they're they're just doing their job. And and I got to make a joke at Kenneth's expense. Kenneth, how often do you see Captain Eagerman at the NRA meetings? Mm Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all I, I can think that. about. Yeah, You're like that's this cool, is man. this is no, but this is what people th- when they think NRA, that's who yeah. they think. Yeah. When in all reality, actually, more NRA members are like Ashbury. They just didn't want to fuck kids. <laughs> that's actually probably a true statement. I feel like at least ninety nine percent of NRA members would not fuck kids. They're actually pretty good dudes. Very true. Like. Can't say the same about the Catholics. I'm saying. Um, and then, of course, 
getting into some of these monsters, we've got Lylesburg, which is played by Doug Bradley. Um, which, if you watch the theatrical cut, you're fucked because they redubbed Doug Bradley and you don't even get to hear him. But Why? he came. I don't Why know. Make stupid decisions, dude. The producers that. fucked I that just movie. Couldn't remember. The produ- like, when, oh man, when, when he comes up and he's and he's and Lawsberg starts talking, I was like, that sounds actually like Doug Bradley. Yes, they let him redub all of his lines for the director's cut because he was pissed that they cut out all of his dialogue and had someone else redub it. That is stupid, especially since. Okay, well, Jay's voice is so iconic. It's well, actually... They do virtually the same thing in Hellraiser. What, they... Is it not him in Hellraiser? Yeah, they change his voice in Hellraiser. Well, that's well, a different... I see altering like, his voice. But, but literally to have someone else come and redub his voice without telling him? He yeah, didn't even know. Up, man. He literally did not know until he saw the movie. That sucks. Yeah. They fucked this movie. They took out so much shit. The uh, director's cut has uh, 20 minutes worth of footage taken out of the theatrical version and then 40 new minutes put in. Yeah, like that whole ending. So the it has whole a ending, whole... The oh, whole so they swapped 20 for 40. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, only like... ever seen the director's cut, so I don't even know what the theatrical cut looks like. You ought to watch it, man, because it's like, like I said, the entire ending of this movie is completely different. You know what's really weird? For the longest time... Do not to fuck anything up? I thought... No, I mean, like, like, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, but if I'm not mistaken, in the theatrical cut, the Ashbury is the reason for everything blowing up. And I, and I don't mean like, I don't mean like, you know, what the cops and everybody do, because the cops initially start to blowing up, and then the battle happens and whatever, but... Like the blowing Ashbury, up in the underground? Yeah, like the end of it, the very end of it, like like the the final nail in the coffin after Baphomet does his little thing, is is because of Ashbury. Ashbury gets pissed because his face is fucked up, and he's like, "Look what you did to me," and blah blah blah, and he makes it even worse. You he know what? All ape shit. I actually have in my notes right after the berserkers remind me of humanoids from the deep. Did Preacher cause this last blow up? Because it almost seemed like Baphomet used power to throw that bowl of liquid in the Preacher's face. And it almost seems as that happened, he, like, hits something or did... I can't remember what exactly happens, but he does something to make it seem like he calls, like, the last, like, underground explosion. Even in the director's cut. Yeah, but... And and then the whole thing where where Boone and uh, and his old lady are going through that whole segment where he bites her and he's not going to bite her and he tells her to get the fuck along. All that, none of that shit happens in the director's cut. In the theatrical, none of it. Interesting. That's all right because all that all that shit was terrible. Singing, that scene of her singing where she looks all creepy when she's singing, that's not in there. That was also a good choice. They probably made the right choice taking that out. Yeah. Because she, she is not. I, I like her voice. I actually don't have a problem with the song. Yeah, it's just do. her voice creeps me the f- Not her voice. Got Her face really creeps me the fuck out. I, I well, instantly. the point of a horror movie? <laughs> no, because I lost my boner. Normally, I keep the boner throughout most of the horror movie. Oh well, uh, naked bird chick with porcupine spikes should turn you on. You know what? It would, <laughs> but she fucks red dudes, and I'm racist. <laughs> uh, but no, we I don't mean Native Americans, listeners. We love the Native no. Americans. I mean the Redskins, the the fucking sports team. 
<laughs> and I don't know football enough football to know if they're baseball or football. I just know they're a sports team. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. So, but I do feel and, like with that, with the uh, Ashbury, like, I feel like Baphomet did use power to throw the water into his face to make him the new Lylesburg, to make him the new priest. Right. He's he's Nightbreed. He was selected. Right now, that's not just a deformity. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know because I don't know what's in that liquid. So I don't know if that, like, I mean, technically, well, that's how Boone, it you is. Put your... It is a deformity. Right, but my understanding is you put your hand in the liquid, and it sh- and if you don't die, then you're Nightbreed? Like, you transform. Yeah, but how did Boone win the lot? Him and, him and fucking uh, gay dude with the fucking dog, they won the Nightbreed lottery because they look perfectly fucking normal. Except when he goes into, like, crazy mode and he gets all those weird... Oh, yeah, he gets fucking a Mike Tyson tattoo. That's the worst yeah. he fucking gets. But he can just breathe out pink smoke and become perfectly fine again. Yeah. Like, he won the fucking lottery. He gets the crazy awesome powers, and he gets to look completely normal. He can just walk around wherever. Yep. Him and fucking gay French bulldog guy. (laughs) Which is probably my favorite dude in the entire movie. Uh, Besides Red Buster Rhymes. He plays. He plays the one who has black things over his eyes, is chubbier. Right, right, right. He right, plays yeah. that one because he talks about how it sucked that he literally could not see anything. Yeah, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like the end of this movie, by the way. No, yeah, I think it's cut ending? Yeah, I don't. I don't like the end of this movie. I think the a wire i i just don't give enough shit about boone and i'm not honestly convinced that boone goes to that barn to to like help them out and start a new thing my all my money's on ashbury he's he's the fucking actual hero of this movie he's going to well, lead them to the way back not fucking cabal who's going to go fucking get a gas mask and grow dreads and fight in uh tournaments across the world <laughs> well, I actually like the end. Of, oh, excuse me, I actually like the end of the director's cut. I actually uh, think it made it a better movie than the theatrical. I'm not saying that it that it it does make it a better. Like the theatrical is garbage. I'm surprised anyone watched this movie and was like, "I want to see more." After watching the theatrical, <laughs> um, but I just don't. I just Boone is not good. Boone, like no. in the ending, to me is so. Like, lackluster, because I think I'm supposed to be really excited for Boone, and I'm like, hell yeah, but I'm like, nah, dude, you're, you're an asshole. You you call some fucked up shit and, like, set it up so you can be the hero, but you're really just really selfish. True it's, that. I know I'm giving it shit, but I really do like the movie. Um, Like, because there's some really, like, good moments. Like, when uh the fucking gay French bulldog dude guy... Uh, dies, that's fucking heartbreaking. That scene of him getting, like, just beat and the sun's burning him up and he explodes, that shit made me sad. That yeah. is, like, a true scene of of representing a bully, representing what this movie is trying to represent. Exactly. But I do have two points in the movie where I'm like, y'all fucked up. When Lori goes down the steps into Midian the first time, there's all these snakes. And then 
after uh, the red version of uh, Buster Rhymes lets her go, <laughs> all those snakes are gone off the stairs. Just every single one. Well, that's because it's, they're magic snakes. I don't think, I think they're... the red dude's name is Peliquin, I think. He is. His I have, name is Dreadhead. I have all their names up here, and his name is Pelican, and the... Pelican? No, he doesn't even look anything like a Pelican. Pelican. I'm sorry, Pelican. Maybe whatever. he likes to eat fish. Uh, the Moonface guy is named Kinski. Like, hmm. why, why, why can't we just call him Moonface? I really like Moonface. Uh... Rachel is the chick who has the daughter and can turn into smoke. Yeah, uh, she... Rachel's the best. That's another one that I don't... I, I, I'm not for sure, but I don't remember that scene where she kind of smokes naked in the uh, in the police station. I don't think that was in the theatrical either. No. Um, the nude spike chick who uh, bangs uh, Peliquin, the Red Buster Rhymes, her name is uh, Shuna Sassi. What the mm-hmm. fuck? The uh, gay French bulldog dude is Onaka, and he's also my favorite. Uh, the blue devil guy is named Lude. Um, the devil snake coming out the stomach on the fat dude, his name is Leroy Gom. Leroy mm. Jenkins. Yeah, and the uh, little uh, girl who turns into um, I don't I don't know what to call that a fucking Bob dog it. monster thing. Uh, Chupacabra. Um, <laughs> her name is Babette. And it was really hard to find all these fucking names, by the way. There is, like, no... I had to pull this all from a site that detailed it from the comic book and not the movie. That makes sense. Um, also, the hotel scene. Uh, okay, so Chick drops her food on the floor. She goes down there. And she sees feet walking towards her. She heals the, hears the splat of the head. She looks up. There's no one there, but the head's there. And then all of a sudden, Decker is behind her and kills her. There is no fucking way he did that. Absolutely no fucking way. Mm. That just is is just no. Just it didn't fucking happen. There's no way we moved that. But I do want to point out a call to uh, Lord of Illusions, which I guess came after this, so he just redid it in Lord of Illusions. When uh, Boone goes into the room where all the dead bodies are in the hotel, there's a, sta- a pyramid of cards that's also Correct. with dead bodies around it. That's also in Lord of Illusions, except less dead bodies. Oh, we got to have more dead bodies. He went less... Technically, there was one dead body and then a, a dying body. Um, so Baphomet looks fucking awesome. I I want to know more. I want to know so much more about this movie. That's what kills me is is why did they fuck up? Why did the producers fuck up this movie? Because they if they had let him make the movie he wanted to make. I think we would have saw more Nightbreed movies because this would have been a fucking huge hit in the horror movie community because it hits all of us. It it it, it one is a good horror movie has good gore, um, has weird nudity, which I'm always a fan of. Um, <laughs> weird nudity weird, is my favorite. Yeah, and it it tells it does what Frankenstein does. You feel bad for the monsters. They're sympathetic. 
You hate the fucking humans. This is classic monster tropes done correctly. But they had to fuck it up and try to turn it into some weird fucking slasher with fucking leather jacket guy versus sackhead guy. Which they shouldn't have done. And because of that, I'm never going to get more movies in this fucking series. Because it would be fucking awesome. And I'm really kind of pissed. So, I gotta yeah. ask you guys. Can anyone off the top of the head, if they could have another movie that takes place with the Nightbreed, what would you want? Just, like, anything? I, yeah, I want to I wanna know more about, like, the creation of Midian. Me too. I want to go back to to that fucking Baphomet calling everyone and yeah. I want to see him. I want to see if he was anything other than what he is in the movie. Like, was he a human once and then he was the first Nightbreed? Like, what what's going on with there? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I want to know more about that. I want. Where did Lylesburg get all these laws? Like, there's a point where they're like, there are no rules down here, but then they're also like. We have laws against this. Uh, you can't just go killing humans, which I'm not sure why you can't go about killing humans, but I guess it's because they don't want to draw attention to themselves. Well, that doesn't seem right because the red guy was ready to eat fucking Boone. Yeah, but Moonface was like, no, you can't. We have laws. But at the same time, uh, fucking Boone thinks he's going to get in there because he was told he killed a bunch of people. Which I'm just like, okay, so that makes you racist because you think the only way you can be a monster is to kill people? And you're using that against them saying, no, I kill people. I get to be one of you. When Moonface is clearly over here telling uh, Red Buster Rhymes that you cannot do this. You can't kill people. It's not allowed. Don't they fight over a human at one point? Like, like I get to eat them. No, I get to eat them. Yeah, and then when she goes down, when, when uh, fucking Big Forehead Lori goes down... To fucking Midland. Uh, everyone's trying to either fuck her or kill her. Um, That's usually how my dates go. (laughs) Which is weird because there's apparently abundance of dead bodies they could be having sex with. Yeah. But... That's also how my dates go after I drop my date off. Like, so how enforced are these laws? Is Lylesburg just going around going laws guys but everyone else is like you ain't gonna do shit sit your six eyed face down <laughs> well apparently cause Boone was like fuck your rules Oops, yeah and then he breaks the society. rules and yeah destroys fucking everything over a chick who wears fucking watermelon shirts mm, watermelon that at the end of it you're honestly like oh I don't even I don't even care you can leave I don't even want you here yeah like this movie is so frustrating to me but I fucking love it like, that's I don't know shit. if that's weird or not, but I, I fucking love it. So, okay, I've, I've ranted enough uh, in a weird way because I ranted about how I love everything. Does anyone have anything in this movie they want to they cover, they want to talk about? Jay, do you I have just, anything? I am absolutely in love with all of the, the creature makeup and the creature designs. I think they're fantastic. Oh, they are. I like how some of them are just, like, really simple, and then other ones are, like, fucking full-body makeups. Right? Like, you get, oh, you just get, like, a little cut on your face, but you were turning you into a turkey. <laughs> you get to be a naked chicken lady with porcupine spikes. Yeah. 
Like, you just get me a naked chick who gets to turn into smoke, but you're naked also, but we're going to put quills on you. Oh, and you're (laughs) blue. Like, what the fuck? So You get to wear a a boa and carry a puppy. Yeah, yeah, like, I want to be that guy. I just get to hang out with a dog. Also, did he go steal a dog, or did a dog (laughs) just show up one day and he decided, fuck it, I'm keeping it? I bet a dog wandered in. I mean, it's just a fucking cemetery. I mean, that's true, but that cemetery is pretty far off. Oh, dude, I bet someone dumped a bunch of puppies on the side of the road, (laughs) and they all went into different directions, and this one just happened to go to the cemetery, and it gets to live a fucking pretty decent life up until the dude dies, because now I'm like, who's taking care of the dog? Because I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Blue Devil Lude and his buddy uh, Leroy Gom probably fucking ate it. (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, um, so, yeah, Kenneth, do you have anything else you want to say on this movie? Like, I feel... Did Kenneth fall asleep? Possibly. Kenneth. Yes. <laughs> Kenneth. Oh, poor Kenneth. I can't... This is... I can't call... Let, folks, let me tell you why Jerry figures out this Kenneth situation. This show is much like our Evil Dead show where it was just fucking plagued with issues. We had our original recording time, and one of us had an issue, so we pushed it back. Then one of us had another issue, and so we pushed it back. And then my car died twice, and we had to push it back. So we are lucky that this thing's even being recorded. And since we're at a huge time difference, and our days off don't sync up, I'm over here like, oh, it's 9 o'clock, I'm good to go. Fucking poor Kenneth, who works at like 4 a.m. in the morning. Luckily, he's off tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's 1 a.m. And he's fucking up. He's midnight is when we started for him. So poor guy's just like out. Yeah, it's very sad. But still. Oh, dude, you know what's also fucking in the Hall of Berserkers? When that fucking flying shark comes down right after fucking uh, Lylesburg, the priest. Yeah, when Lylesburg. That shit was crazy looking, wasn't it? Yeah, when Lylesburg, the priest fucking dies and the flying shark comes down, that shit is amazing. That was fucking awesome. It kind of reminded me of Finding Nemo. Well, here's my question Is that a nightbreed or is that like like humans have pets? Do nightbreeds have nightbreed pets? (laughs) I couldn't tell you, dude. Because I'm super fucking confused and I want to know where I can get the manta ray shark uh, fuck combo. I want it. Someone... Some weird ass crossbreeding. Why not? Fucking apparently the the fucking berserkers look like what would have happened if you would have let the humanoids of the deep mate with fucking women. They did mate with women. Oh my god, you know who the berserkers look like? Um, They look like the Ivan Ooze monsters (laughs) monsters <laughs> oh god i fucking love power rangers man <laughs> that's what they fucking look like i just thought of that like oh man i need to get a side-by-side picture of those because i fucking think they're the fucking same so yeah kenneth do you have anything you want to say about nightbreed oh i'm pretty <laughs> sure he was just talking 
He was. <laughs> he like woke up and was like, "I got this." Fucking die breeds the greatest. Good night. No, I had my I had my thing muted from where I was sneezing and I forgot. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. We thought you fell I've asleep because it's like one a.m. for you and you've probably no, I've been, been up I've been, since. I've been, I've been five. doing that the whole time to try to keep. You remember that unfortunate mishap that we had with the one that we recorded where you were coughing. And- Oh yeah, guys! Brain scan. If you want to hear what happens when I totally fuck up an episode but decide to release it anyway, because <laughs> hey, hey, I'm hey, fucking hey, hey. super we high all off cough medicine. Up that episode, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So I've been muting to hide my, you know. That was a team fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but I was also high on cough medicine for like four between watching the movie, taking notes, recording it with y'all. Editing it and putting it out, I was so fucking high on cough medicine that I didn't even realize that it was fucked up until Kenneth called me and he was like, you know you're, you're coughing through this entire thing and you can't hear shit. And I'm like, hold up, I'm going to yeah. take another shot of NyQuil. That was my best quote, though. I'll give myself that because I did an entire fucking monologue for the movie. I don't know. I was pretty impressed with your Japanese. Uh, that was that was That was fun, too. But I feel like I acted the shit out of my quote for brain scan. I'd, I'd have but to no, agree. I was going to, no matter what, what issues that I have, you know, that we found with this movie and stuff like that, it's still near dear to my heart, man. I'll always love this movie. Oh, yeah, no, it's a great fucking movie. This movie's fantastic. And I really like the part where uh, they added a whole bunch of stuff in where Lori's walking around down in Midian and she sees all the monsters because that wasn't in the theatrical cut either. This, a, a couple of pieces of it was, but it's not Anything nearly... Anything that shows off more of the monsters, I'm okay with. Yeah, it's not nearly as long in the theatrical cut. I think you maybe only see like one or two of the monsters in the theatrical. You don't see nearly what the shit I'd you be see in this. completely okay with a movie completely devoid of Boone just showing me the day-to-day in this fucking monster society. Like show me, uh, show me Dreadhead going around, uh, we fucking, can get a, like shopping for groceries and shit. Like it can, though, I think it, like you could have turned Nightbreed into Seinfeld, where where <laughs> I'd watch the shit where like that. Red Buster rhymes. It's all about him and like him fucking Elaine, who is Shunashani, uh, porcupine chick, and then Kramer and Newman are uh, lewd, which is the blue devil guy, and. Fat Snake Belly, Leroy Jenkins Gom being Newman. Like, Why you could have done. Can we eat the humans. It's the rules, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, like, you could do a whole fucking <laughs> sitcom based on Nightbreed. Oh, I'd watch the shit out of that. Like, it would be fucking amazing. But yeah, this movie is weird in the sense that there's things wrong with it that you're just like, what the fuck? But the movie's so fucking good that you want more. You want to dig in more. You want to see the past. You want to know more about the present. And you're fucking dying to see the future. Hell yeah. I want to see them rebuild. I want to see I them really rebuild. the monster that's like the black devil guy. Lude. The blue yeah, devil he, guy? Yeah. Well, he looks black in the dark. But whatever. Yeah. I really, really like him. I had to he's look it up in the looking. comic. He's he, the he's blue. But yeah, he's wicked looking. Which also, how expensive are the comics? I want to fucking. I want to get them. Who produced them? Uh, I don't know who put them out. I don't even know how many there are. But fucking, 
after looking, after having to use the comics to look up stuff for the movie for character information, I really want to read them. I wonder if there's a trade. Probably fucking not. They only trade Hellraiser. What? The, uh, hell, hell, there's a bunch of trades of all the Hellraiser comics. Oh, uh, okay. But I doubt they did it for Nightbreed. <laughs> I fucking read a uh, a Friday the 13th Texas Chainsaw Massacre crossover comic once where fucking Jason shows up to the, the Texas Chainsaw Farm and Leatherface is like, oh, you're kind of like me. And he like shows him around. And they kind of get into this, like, bro fight. Like, Jason does something that pisses Leatherface off. And like, that's it. Time to fight. It's fucking... It was like buddy comedy for the first few pages. And then it was like, we gotta fight. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> that's... That's almost as good as my uh, tall man from Phantasm and uh, dude from Brainscan getting together. Because they're from the same universe. You ready for You ready for the best crossover idea I've ever had? Okay. So Punisher and Genghis Khan from Pokemon get together to take down an underground Pokemon ring where the Pokemon are being abused. And, like, Punisher rides in the Genghis Khan's pouch. I was going to ask you how fucking high (laughs) you are, but I know you don't do, like, drugs unless they're prescribed to you. Like, didn't he give me shit for the tall man and fucking... (laughs) Uh, trickster from Brain Scan. Yep. He gave me shit for that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. You can give me shit. Cause I, but but here's the thing. Ever. I was at least high when I created mine. <laughs> I wonder what inspired David Cronenberg to be in this movie. Oh, I was telling Jay. So, yeah. Clive Barker wrote Decker for David Cronenberg. He wanted David Cronenberg in this movie, but he was hesitant to ask him because he was worried that David Cronenberg would take over the movie being the amazing director that he is. And uh, he, but he was at a lunch with him, John Landis, mm-hmm. and fuck, there was another famous horror movie director, not super famous, but in the same category. There was a fourth guy. No, I can't remember who it was. It's in the special features for the Scream Factory, um, in the making of documentary. Um, and after the dinner, he went and he went up to Cronenberg and he was like, Hey, I wrote this script for my book. I want you to be Decker. Will you check it out? And he called back and was just like, how much? And he did it. And he, he only gave, uh, Clive Barker one piece of advice, but they didn't tell you what the piece of advice was just that it was good. No telling, man. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I really it, like the makeup on uh, on uh, dude that cut everything but his face and his ears off. I can't remember yeah. the monsters' names for shit. His name is Half a Face. Narcissus, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah, Narcissus, not Narcissus, Narcissus. Yeah, I like his makeup. It, it's like a combination between you know, kind of muscly and 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 reptilian. Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. It's like if you pulled the rest of his skin off, that's what I could imagine Mister Begone to look like. <laughs> Mister Who? Oh, uh, it's another Clive Barker book. Oh, okay. 
Fucking, uh, I don't read very well. Mr. Begone is about this young demon that's in hell, and his dad is very abusive, and he gets pissed off. And fucking his dad ends up throwing him in a fire, and it fucks his skin and shit up. Uh, but he was... Uh, he, they describe the demons that are down there in this particular universe as being, like, reptilian. And uh, he ends up, somehow or another, I can't remember, he ends up getting pulled up to Earth and uh, by uh, a preacher... Because basically what they do is they, they find a hole that's a gateway to hell, and they throw meat like fishing on a rope and throw it down in there, and they lower it down through the nine circles of hell and uh, see what they catch to bring the demons up. That is literally the only way that you could describe fishing to me, that I would be like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go demon fishing. For real. Yeah. Mr. Begone is a really easy read, so, if, you know, if you... Uh, ever interested in in reading it you could probably finish it in a day or two yeah yeah i read yeah. i read hellbound heart just because i was super interested in it, so maybe yeah i mean mr Bergon's cool it's about uh it, it's it centers around this uh, around mr b and the invention of the printing press interesting it's cool well shit well um I guess let's rate this bitch. Uh, it's a fucking five out of five for me, even with the problems that I have with it. And even though it's like a big problem because it's the main fucking character, I don't give a shit. I still think it's fucking five out of five. I think there's so much to fucking love in this movie. The sets look fucking amazing. By oh way. my god, dude! The sets and uh, just like some of the times when they're looking down at like the cemetery or something. Like, it look, I can't tell if it's real or if it's, like, part matte painting, but it's just fucking amazing. I love this movie. You know that, you know, like, when she, when she's first, like, when her and the chick go to, go to Midian and she's first, well, Lori's first walking through the cemetery? Yeah. Do you know that's half and half? That it's half cemetery and half matte painting? Yep. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, especially for the time period. You know, because now, you know, you just CGI layer everything in there. But basically, yeah, they took a matte painting for... They had a couple of the uh, of the stones that were in there. And then the rest of it was nothing but just grass. Uh, like the hay grass area that you can see. And then they fucking added the matte painting in there with another layer. Ah. See, that's it's, fucking yeah. dope. Because they look really thing, good. Yeah, that's... Uh, that was actually they showed how it was done in the uh, in the special features I got on that uh, on that edition you gave me. Oh. it looks cool. Well, dope. Um, so yeah, Kenneth, what do you rate it? Five out of five. Five out of five. Fucking Jay, where are you at? Uh, well, you know there was the five out of five. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's fucking Nightbreed. If you haven't seen Nightbreed, go watch it. You can watch the director's cut on Shudder. Um, you can get the Blu-ray from Scream, and I highly recommend it. It fucking looks amazing. Um, they did a wonderful job of getting all the pieces to make this movie again, and I'm super glad they did. Um, uh, thank you for joining us all October for our underground world trilogy that i created uh um, yes we coined that 
Yeah. Underground trilogy. The under, remember that. The underground trilogy is officially uh, taking up the Marrow, Marabito, and Nightbreed. Yep, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, I, well, I had a blast doing these three movies because they're all very fucking different. Um, and it was That's nice true. to also get back to, to the short form format for our podcast because we had been kind of doing a lot of longer shows and we kind of wanted to bust out some smaller thing. ones. Yeah, we're now we're back to our dick size. Yeah, wait, what? No, your dick size. Shit, if it was my dick size, the fucking show would be like five minutes. <laughs> my dick size is like the Twenty Two Shots podcast, for like eight hours long. So, <laughs> oh, Twenty Two Shots and exploding heads together in one podcast. <laughs> yeah, he Jay's dick size, both of them. Yeah, uh, and then know, according ladies. to Kenneth. He's a witch versus a doomsday clock because those uh, his podcasts are only like ten to fifteen minutes long. Um, I am single. Send us a message on Facebook. <laughs> ready to throw up from anxiety once you actually start talking to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my shit's as long as a as an average YouTube video. Well, not according to the Kill the Cast channel because we have uh, all the podcasts uploaded. Yeah. Um, watch them shits so yeah we'll be back and and click all the ads yeah and click all the ads and donate to the patreon and touch me sexually (laughs) and all that good stuff um we will be back in november in november we celebrate our birthday yes yes yay we we have done one full year um and we are going to go back and Take a look at City of the Living Dead because Kenneth was not there when we, when Jay and I, to quote Jay, stumbled through it the first time. <laughs> yeah, we fucking uh, did. Oh, man, you guys should listen to the first show. It's kind of rough. We give out incorrect facts. We the, the order of events when we were doing our walkthrough format are out of order. We weren't very good, but... It led to something amazing, yeah. so you guys should give it a listen just for fun. True Facts, the only podcast that Jay has ever listened to, and it also made him stop listening to podcasts. <laughs> That's uh, pretty accurate. Yeah, um, it took us a little bit to hit our stride, but damn, I'm glad we did. So we're going to do that, but we, for our birthday, are also going to tackle the most famous Fulci film. So definitely... Check that out. I don't know if it's going to be the beginning of November or late November, but we are doing a November birthday show for us, our one-year anniversary show. Um, so if you, for our anniversary show, and we'll let you know more as we get closer to it, want to tell us your favorite moments, send us an email, private message the Facebook page, private message one of us, uh, leave it in the send group chat, raven, something like whatever. that, send a raven. We'll, we'll, we'll fucking read it out on the show and talk about it. So it'll be fucking dope. We have a YouTube channel. Go check that out. All links as always are in the description. Um, uh, if you listen to podcasts on YouTube, I've uploaded them all. They're there now. You can put that on while you do your dishes naked or whatever you do. (laughs) Um, check out our Patreon. If you would like to force us to review a movie or make a video or just want to help us out, go do that. Um, we will have another Patreon uh, movie to review next episode. I've got to do Tag by uh, Sino, the same guy who did Suicide Club, so I'm pretty stoked to do that. 
Um, hopefully it'll be better than Executive Koala. <laughs> it should be. I'm sure I'm going to be super confused. Uh, just as much confused as fucking Executive Koala. But we'll see what happens. So I've got to do that one. Um, we have a, another gigantic bucket of KFC. Mostly because yeah. there's chickens, but we're also impregnating women so that they give birth to fucking dinosaurs. We are doing Carnosaur, and we're bringing on Dan Chase, from formerly known from the Skeleton Crew, but permanently known from Cut to the Chase and most rehab clinics. Yeah, um, definitely. I have to listen to that one after y'all do uh, it, because this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I expect uh, me and Dan Chase to get into it. Hey, um, hey. What? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna queue up a, a fight bell. You might have to because ding, ding, ding. Okay, like, back to the movie. I'm gonna well, fully look at that fucking expect Dan to get into you. I'm gonna fuck him <laughs> up worse than a, a needle in his arm. Is all I'm saying. Oh, that's sad. No, it's funny because he he used to be a drug addict. Yeah, you need to like leave the past alone. <laughs> well, no, that's part of the fun with Dan. He, I make fun of him for that. He makes fun of me for being a pussy piece of shit. It's good times. It's actually fun. Oh, it's... oh you guys should make fun of my crippling depression. That's my favorite thing. Oh, I will. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about the carnosaur. Yeah, fuck it's the movie. It's going to be a fucking insult battle back and yeah. forth. Kill the cast <laughs> presents, roast me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thanks. Love in the air. I, it is. Oh, before we get oh, out of here, fun. one more thing. Jay, yeah. you get to pick the song for this episode, and you said you had a specific song for Nightbreed. So can you well, tell us? Well, not for Nightbreed. I meant the Nightbreed show. Okay, well, this is the Nightbreed show, Jay. Yes. So because this is our final episode in October, and October is Halloween. It's some gay-ass Wednesday 13 song, isn't yes, it? Yes. I knew it. It is a Wednesday 13 oh, I song. I knew it. Because he's my favorite artist. He sings about horror movies, and he has a song called Halloween 1313, and it's fucking great. Okay, so there you go. You're going to be listening to Halloween 1313 by Wednesday Adams of the Murder Wednesday Dolls. 13. Wednesday 13. Wednesday part does come from Wednesday Adams, so that's Wednesday okay. 13 of the Murder Dolls. Formerly yes. of the Murder Dolls. Yes. Formerly had sex with Joey Jordison from the Murder Dolls. Well, there'd be more Murder Dolls if Joey Jordison wasn't a fucking bitch and quit every band he was in. But... That's another story. That's a fucking valid point. And then I'd get to hear a twist my, twist my, twist my sister too. Yeah. By the way, Kenneth, why do I keep associating uh, D. Snyder with Nightbreed? <laughs> no, like know. this is a serious question. For some reason, I always thought that it was D. Snyder's Nightbreed. It was his movie. Now, I don't know if it was he was in it or he wrote it. But for some reason, I keep thinking it's his movie. I don't know. Okay, so that's just me. There's, I'm not confusing it with like he didn't do some horror movie. I don't know about he that. He did December. do a horror movie. Yeah, he did Strangeland. Yeah. Oh, Strangeland. Okay, that's what I'm confusing it. For some reason, I kept thinking he did Nightbreed. No, no, obviously not. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously not. Now I can, I Strangeland can tell that Strangeland is now. fucking fantastic, though. Is it? I've never seen it. It's it's good. Well, I don't. It's not a. You're not gonna like it, Jerry. It's pretty. Why not? Why won't Jerry like it? I'm I just know. I, I just know Jerry. He ain't gonna like it. Why is it a letdown like House of the Devil? No, it's nothing like that. I mean, it, it's a good. It, it's a decent movie for for for. Like me, I enjoyed it. 
you know, I saw it in the theater. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's about body modification and stuff like that. And, I mean, I guarantee you the first thing you're going to do is start ripping on these Stoddard's acting. I, I, I mean, I like him I, in I Holliston. No, I mean, yeah, but see, the thing about it is, it's like in Holliston, the acting is supposed to be kind of off. You okay, know, that's true. It's like, it's like he's making fun of himself in Holliston. This, a strange land is supposed to be serious. So, like I said, uh, you, I may be wrong. And if I am, that's awesome. But when you, but I really want to, you know, I'm actually looking forward to hearing you rip on it because I know you will. Well, I guess I'm going to have to, I, I'm, does it have a DVD release or something? Yes, yeah. it does. That's okay. a great fucking soundtrack too, man. I mean, I, I actually enjoy the movie. I like it. You know, uh, like I said, it's all <laughs> the about final the fucking fight scene is fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. It, I mean, and the whole movie's about fucking body modification and, and killing people and stuff and torture and whatnot. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's cool. I enjoy it. And like I said, the soundtrack's fucking great. But okay. I just, I honestly just think you're gonna rip on it. Okay. Well, it, does, it doesn't sound like it's gonna be it's as good as Eight Millimeter with Nicolas Cage, but I'll definitely check no. it out. No. No. Um. Two uh, totally different fucking feeling movies. Fair enough. Um, I don't know why I wanted to connect it with that movie, but I for some reason did because I don't know why I would think body modification and snuff films are the same. But almost, almost. So that's it. So you will hear coming up here shortly. Uh, Halloween thirteen thirteen by Wednesday thirteen. I got yes. that right, right? Yep. Okay. And we will see you next time on Kill the Cast exclusively on the Horophilia Network. Uh, I'm fucking out of here. Uh, I wanted to know if God really is an astronaut. So I'm going to have sex with LSD. Uh, Kenneth, you got any last words? Can I get some of that LSD? Uh, You can if you can find Kansas over the rainbow. Jay, you got any last words? Uh, It's bedtime, yo. Bedtime. Bitch, it's like fucking 10 o'clock for you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. My job is stressful. <laughs> I used to eat so much LFT. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat so many Rice Krispies. I mean, I ate a lot of LSD. <laughs> well, Man. how come you don't have the ability to set things on fire with your mind? Because I ate too much LSD. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he had it, and then he lost it. He's like, how, shit. How are you doing that? Doing what? Standing on water. Are you Jesus? <laughs> I am oh, Jesus. God. I fucking love SLC Punk. Uh, they were supposed to be making a sequel. They did, they make, did a sequel. make a sequel. It sucked. And I didn't I watch it because I don't have any desire to. It fucking sucked. Don't watch it. Fuck that movie. Yep. But I don't know. I, th- I think I'm with Jay. I really don't. I, I don't want to fuck up how awesome the first one was. First one of what? SLC Punk. Punk, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to fuck it up by watching watching the sequel. Oh, funny. uh, Here's a funny little tidbit. The night I very first watched SLC Punk, I rented that and Itchy the Killer at the same time. (laughs) That was my double feature. That is a... God damn, that's a double feature. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) Well, fuck. All right, well, with that, we're fucking out of here, guys. Thanks for fucking listening uh, we will see you next time. We hope you had a lot of fun with our Nightbreed show because uh, I had a fucking lot of fucking fun. tired. <laughs> um, yeah, so remember, guys, if you're fighting in Midian, 
and someone picks up a mirror, don't let them smash it over your head. Take off your stupid fucking mask so you can see and probably win this fucking fight. I don't know. Maybe that's a good decision. Uh, We are fucking out of here. We love you guys. Peace, love, chicken grease, and whatever else you use to masturbate. We will see you next time on Kill the Cast.